Welcome to episode 339 of the show. We've spoken about trust a lot on the podcast and some of you might say that this has been overdone. Yeah, some of you agree that trust is essential to greasing the wheels of business. But then again, you might protest that I have been going over this uh, for too long because there are other things that are important as well. And yes, of course, other things are important. But then when it comes to commercial activities, buying, selling, stuff like that, very few people are going to deny that trust is important. And so this question of how do we establish trust is not something that we can exhaust or something that we should grow tired of talking about. And apart from that, there are people who haven't been listening to the podcast as long as you have, and so they come every now and then. And so it's not a bad idea to just do a refresher, pretty much, a summary of things that we have jointly agreed upon or things that we've established here on the podcast about trust. So this is in no way exhaustive of the things that we've spoken about in the past about what trust is, how to establish trust, uh, things like that. So if this is your first time of listening to the show, you have to bear that in mind and you have to skip back a couple of episodes when you're done. Just head to the menu, look for anything that has trust in the title and you're going to get a fuller um, exposition of what trust is, how you can build it and how that applies not just to the wedding and the event space but to whatever businesses that you are involved in. So how do we establish trust? There are lots of frameworks out there that you can use to establish trust and I think the longest um, exposition that we did over here on trust was something on a Harvard Business Review article. I can't remember the authors, but it was about trust. I think they took it from a corporate governance perspective, some corporate perspective anyway, but I was able to look at the article and hopefully I was able to tease out how um, it applies to those of us in the wedding and the event space and other uh, industries as well. So if this is your first time listening to the show and you're particularly interested in that Harvard Business Review um, article, then just look out for the podcast episodes that have HBR in them. So HBR, of course, that's the um, abbreviation for the Harvard Business Review. So there are lots of frameworks out there and it's not a bad idea to start your journey by searching Google or YouTube and then seeing what uh, comes up. Um, okay, but there's an easy one uh, to use, an easy one to remember that I talk about a lot and I'm going to reiterate again. And that is one that has been promoted by a really old school um, sales trainer, uh, Tom Hopkins. Now, Tom Hopkins argues, for those of you who are new and haven't heard this before, but for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, yep, you can go along as well just to get your memory refreshed. So Tom Hopkins argues that trust can be achieved by building a couple of things. First of all, by building commonality with our prospective customers. Commonality is that idea uh, that we are both the same or that I am relatable to you. I'm not that much of a stranger, so you don't have to be that scared about talking to me, about uh, doing business with me. Because if people have their guard up, you're not going to make any progress at all. So you have to build commonality with your potential customers, with your stakeholders, you know, with the bride and groom, with uh, whoever it is that is your business investor. Because some people think that in the wedding and the event space that we just manufacture millions of naira every weekend. And so people want to say, hey, you're good, you're a good wedding photographer or you're a good planner. How about I give you uh, two million as 
uh, capital for your business and in exchange you pay me back with 6M next year. So anyway, we have loads of those conversations, not just with our brides and grooms, but with our investors um, and other stakeholders. So we have to build commonality um, with them. Then we also have to show credibility. The idea behind credibility, okay, well, there's another one, credibility and then competence. And the idea behind credibility and competence are kind of the same, so I'm not going to split any hairs. If you look for a um, business definition, or rather, if you look for uh, a dictionary definition, you find that there's a slight difference, but for the purposes of the podcast, like I like to say, I'm just looking at common man um, working definitions. And so for these purposes, we'll just treat them as the same thing. So credibility and competence, competence is the idea that um, you are good at what you do and that you are capable. So if our customers, as the brides and the grooms or whatever business you're involved with, whoever you're dealing with, if our customers and business partners see that we have a lot in common and that we are reputable and that we are really proficient in what we do, these factors are going to help build trust. So if you're a wedding planner and uh, the customer sees that you're um, reputable, um, back in the day, maybe five years ago, people were really into using their Instagram to build um, credibility. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad idea. But whatever it is that you use to try and build credibility, you know, um, that's up to you. So um, Instagram used to be one way of sharing credibility. And I think before that was the uh, website. Some people even used the business um, location to try and show credibility. Let me have the nice office uh, properly furnished, the right location, stuff like that. That is all the attempt at uh, showing that we are um, credible. So if uh, we have a lot in common, we're reputable, we're credible, and we're really good at what it is that we do, then people are going to trust us, and that should make the process of closing the deal um, a whole lot easier. So how do you build commonality? For those of you who've been listening for a while, the answer comes as no surprise, but if you are a first-time listener, then primarily we do this through conversations. And when I say conversations, I mean by asking questions. Because um, for the average person, when you hear conversation, you're thinking about how to be witty and how to propose a topic and how to drive the conversation along. But when it comes to a sales perspective, you drive conversations along just by being open-minded, being interested, and then asking open-ended conversations. When you ask an open-ended conversation of the bride, the groom, the potential customer, your investor, whoever it is that you're dealing with, you get them to talk some more and then they get to reveal uh, what problem it is that they're working towards, what, sorry, problem that they're trying to solve or the ideal vision that they're working towards is then that your bride is going to keep going on and on and on about um, her ideas about the perfect wedding, how she wants, you know, her perfect idea about uh, photo coverage or wedding planning or whatever it is that um, that she has on her mind. And it's the same thing with the investors. The more that they talk about, you get a better sense about what kind of... Um, um, involvement in the business that they're looking for, the returns that they hope to get um, on their investment and uh, things of that nature. So um, how does all this relate to commonality? Well, because it's by asking questions that little personal nuggets slip out every now and then. And that is what gets you to that point where um, you're chatting with the person and you're like, oh, you went to Obafemi Awolowo University. Yeah, me too. What year did you finish? Uh, okay, I finished in... Um, you know, 1998, you say, oh, oh, okay, 
you guys finish a whole lot uh, later. You finish in 2014. Oh, okay. Uh, definitely were not the same set. There's no how we could have met, blah, blah, blah. This professor so-and-so still there. And, you know, all the conversations that um, flow um, after that. Or, uh, yeah, we live in Lagos now, but actually I was born in Abuja. And, ah, me too. I was an Abuja kid. You know, what year were you guys there? Where did Popsy work? Did you guys come there because of civil service? Or, you know, or was Popsy a military man? And all those kind of conversations that you guys um, end up having um, with uh, the bride and the groom. So all the personal uh, nuggets slip there. And that's where you get the chance to um, build a commonality. Because the questions get the other person talking about their background, their interests, um, you know, stuff like that. And it's during these um, Me Too opportunities that we're able to highlight these common areas. But this is a tip that uh, uh, Uncle Tom, Tom Hopkins, uh, speaks about. He says that we shouldn't dwell on that. We just highlight the common areas and then move on. Because if you dwell, you're going to derail the conversation. Because it's quite possible that the bride is an Abuja, ba uh, an Abuja baby, even though they live in Lagos. And yeah, you were born in Abuja too. And then you guys uh, start talking about growing up in the 80s or in the 90s and uh, the stuff with Maman Vatsa and then the uh, military regime and blah, 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 blah. And before you know it, you guys are getting on, you know, like a wildfire, but you've totally gone beyond uh, the issue that you guys were talking about. So if you guys were supposed to be talking about investments, you know, now you could end up talking about um, the good or the bad. Uh, of uh, the military governments, you know, in the 80s and 90s, or whenever it is that you uh, grew up in Abuja, when actually you should be focusing on how, uh, focusing on the investment conversation, because this person is trying to give you money so you can grow your business and they want some returns, or you should be focusing on, uh, you know, when's the wedding date, what do you have planned, what are you trying to achieve, uh, stuff like that. So don't dwell on these uh, common areas, because it's possible to get lost in all these things. Um, and it's also similar with the university conversation. You know, is Professor so-and-so there? Oh, no, Professor so-and-so died. And like, ah, such a pity. He used to be a nice man. And then before you know it, you spend five minutes talking about, uh, you know, Professor Maka Joala or, you know, whoever the professor was. And you guys just get let off um, on the tangent instead of paying attention to the matter at hand. So don't dwell when it comes to um, areas of uh, commonality. Just highlight it and move on. So uh, you went to OAU. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, what did you study? You studied Aki. Okay, I studied law. Um, yeah, back then the department was over here for building society, blah, 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 whatever. And then you move on. Highlight and then you move on. So we'll laugh about it, talk about it, and then um, move on. Because the chances are that whatever it is that you're discussing, whether it's the layout of Abafemi Awolowo University, or whether it was how small Abuja used to be, or how thorough the military administrator was at the time, the chances are all these things are not going to be strong enough to seal the deal. And it's the same whether the commonality that you guys have is around um, kids or art uh, or whatever, or for football. And the reason why I'm mentioning football is because back when I was in university um, for my uh, law undergrad, and then after that, you know, back then people used to uh, make a whole uh, make a whole fuss about how you know you can't be a lawyer in Nigeria and say you don't watch football because everybody watches football, your clients watch football. So even if you don't like football, you don't like Man U, you don't like Chelsea, you don't like all of that, that you have to get into it because eventually the client is going to talk football. So. If you happen to be one of those people who receive that sort of an education from your professors, that if you want to be good in business, you know, you have to learn X, Y, Z kind of topics, 
um, then I hate to break it to you, but you know your love of football is not what is going to seal the deal. So the fact that you love Manchester United or Chelsea isn't going to seal the deal. Okay, so just establish, just mention the commonality and then uh, move on. Then credibility and com uh, and competence, like I said, it can be established in the same vein. Um, to establish your credibility, uh, show that you're reputable, credible, and that you're competent. You guys can talk about similar projects that you've handled um, before. And this is where uh, some wedding vendors go into um, name dropping. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we did something similar on the uh, Dangote wedding. Is that what you have in mind? You know, all that name dropping things that you do. So we're talking about similar projects. It's just to show that um, you are competent and you've done these sorts of things before. So let's say um the most outlandish okay not outlandish but let me say the biggest uh decor element i'm not sure what to call it anyway but there's a bride who wanted a parisian theme wedding and so she wanted something like the eiffel tower erected at the wedding no they didn't achieve that so they had to look for ways of using creative um silhouettes in the uh decor around the hall but assuming that um it was feasible and it was something that uh the vendor had done before then those are the kind of situations where you should mention that oh yeah we haven't done the eiffel tower but we did this and this and this installation at uh osibajo's daughter's wedding or we did this at so and so's wedding or basically the whole idea is just to show that you've done similar projects before uh sometimes people talk about professional qualifications you know how you finished from whatever culinary institute in canada and so because of that you're a professional baker or how you finish from uh, New York uh, School of Photography or whatever, or that you're a member of Lagos State Professional Wedding Wedding Photographers Association or whatever. So, but yeah, these are the kinds of stuff that you can talk about to build credibility and competence. Of course, also um, share testimonials. And uh, well, in my own opinion, I think uh, go easy on the name dropping because I think some people can... Um, overdo it so anyway these items are not exhaustive but i hope have been illustrative enough to get you guys to um, to get the gist basically and uh, the reason why i think um uncle tom uncle tom hopkins uh, method is really easy is because if you just think the three c's then you'll always get it so commonality credibility and competence so just remember they're a rough and ready tool for improving the trust that you have in a situation and that should help move things along to seal the deal when you're talking to the bride, the groom. If you're involved in another business industry, uh, wherever it is your potential customer is. And even when you are uh, talking uh, uh, to uh, investors, financiers or any other kind of um, stakeholder. So trust is important. I can't promise that I'm not going to do any one of these um, recap episodes in the future. Uh, but it's something that we can't um, overstate. And if this is your first time listening to it and you want to hear some of these things in detail, then look out for the keywords. They're going to be in the podcast uh, titles. And um, yeah, bear in mind that you have quite a ways to scroll back since obviously we have over 300 episodes uh, so far. So just keep looking for anything that has trust in the title, Tom Hopkins in the title, uh, credibility, commonality, uh, what else? Just remember the keywords. I try to put them in the podcast um, title. And then if you are interested in looking at a different framework, the one that was explored in the Harvard Business Review article, then just look for the titles that have HBR in them. And um, yeah, you'll get more details that way. 
So thank you very much for listening to the show. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.